welcome to another edition of the NCBI podcast. I'm June Tinsley, Head of Communications and Advocacy with NCBI. And today I'm joined by Mary O'Sullivan, who is mum to Grace, who has used our services on a number of occasions. Um, and she's here to have a chat with me about the amazing fundraising appeal that they raised for undertook for Grace last year. Um, and just to have a chat about Grace in general. So um, very welcome, Mary, and thanks for taking the time out to have a chat with me. Hi, June. How are you? Um, I suppose just as I kick off the conversation with, with everybody, if you wouldn't mind telling our listeners just a bit, little bit about yourself and your, your family, please. Um, OK, um, so my name is Mary O'Sullivan. Um, I'm married to Canis. Um, I'm living in a f- village called Fireys in County Kerry. Um, we have three girls. Um, our middle girl is Grace. Um, Grace was diagnosed with a... a visual impairment when she was seven which is five years ago um so I suppose from there I suppose that's you know I suppose a lot of things kind of changed for us or whatever and I suppose we just kind of learned to adapt um and go through bits and pieces like that so yeah so that's 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 it really Grace is um she loves Irish dancing she's a quiet girl but she's she's a quite confident girl then when you get to know her um that's it really I suppose what class of school is she? She is in Fire National School. She's in sixth class. Um, so she'll be making her confirmation in March and going on to secondary school then in September, please God. Amazing. And um when she received the, the diagnosis, did she need much um supports in the school system? Um, she did yeah so I suppose um, Grace's condition um, affects her central vision so I suppose what that kind of really means is um, fine detail probably would be her biggest hurdle so she uses assistive technology she uses a thing called a Connect 12. And she was able to receive that and get the appropriate training and all that on that to help her with schoolwork was she? She was yeah so um, I suppose um yeah, what happened is she, when she was diagnosed first, um, the she has a visiting teacher who comes and they kind of see what would suit her best. So it was through her that they decided to kind of go down that road of to use that piece of technology. Great, great. And I hope during the, the horrible times we all had to do homeschooling um, that she was able to um, still utilise her assistive technology, was she? Oh, she was. Yeah. Um, she was lucky enough, I suppose, to be able to bring home the assistive technology because sometimes they don't like that. But um, the school just sure. didn't seem to have a problem with that. So she was. Yeah. No, she was happy enough. And she kind of she used it throughout throughout the whole pandemic. Oh, fair play to her. Fair play to her. Great, great, great. Um, and tell us what kind of supports and services of uh, NCBI uh, and Vision Sports has has yourself and Grace used? Um, well, I suppose all, what I remember the most, really, I suppose, the, the first kind of dealings with the NCBI was the, the day that Grace was actually officially diagnosed with Stargardt's in Dublin. We got the train up and on the way down, my husband decided to register with the NCBI. Um, and that was on a Thursday. And on the Friday morning, we actually got a phone call from a member of the NCBI to see were we okay? Did we need anything? You know, were we, you know, if we needed any counselling, that all, you know, all those kind of things were there. So like that's all I ever remember that straight away they were they were kind of there for us. Brilliant. Brilliant. That it was uh, as prompt as that. Yeah, um, it was yeah, unbelievable. And in terms of your your other daughters getting used to 
uh, any adaptations that are needed in the house um how's how that has that all panned out as a family um it's okay it's um I suppose like that I suppose because Grace knows the house so well she like we probably didn't even have to adapt the house an awful lot I suppose the biggest thing is because she knows her whereabouts I suppose the biggest problem would be what what you put in the middle of the floor or you know it's it's the stuff you put where it shouldn't be like so like I suppose putting things on the steps of the stairs and saying I'll bring them up later like that's that's a no-no little bits like that um the girls are great. Like I suppose, from the minute she was diagnosed, they kind of understood it, um, and they just they just kind of help her along with. I suppose little bits like crossing the road or, you know, recognizing people. They'll tell her who's coming, um, things like that that they're great with, really. And in terms of moving into uh, secondary school, will there be much of a change in her in environment and stuff like that? I think. I suppose. I suppose secondary school is going to be a big one. I suppose we kind of don't know what's ahead of us yet. Um, if it will be a big, big move because I suppose you're kind of at the age where you're also conscious of what people think. So I suppose it's probably that part of your life where you probably want to kind of be the same as everybody else. Yeah. So that probably will be a little bit of a tough one, I'd imagine. And is there anybody else in her primary school with a vision impairment? No, no, she um she has never met anyone in primary school and there is nobody in her secondary school either. So it's it's she's she's kind of out on her own in that one. Yeah, which can be um daunting for some individuals and other young people like the fact that it, they're they're so unique. It really depends on the person. It de- exactly, it depends on the person and and you know, I suppose Grace is the kind of a person she just takes stuff in her stride and she just goes with it. So we kind of try not to make as much of a big deal out of it if we can. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and to be fair, the transition to secondary school is, is massive for every uh, pupil. So um, exactly. Yeah. For any anyway, she'll, she'll be no different in that regard. Um, and it, it, tell us about the, the pedal for grace um, fundraising that you did last year. The pedal for grace, I suppose. I suppose we decided to do the cycle because like like I said, the NCBI had been so good to us and to grace. Um throughout everything kind of you know helping her along the way so we kind of decided look it'd be nice to do something to give give something back and I suppose to show our appreciation and I suppose also kind of help out other people that are in the same situation as Grace so we decided that we'd do a cycle um so we decided we got on to Joanne McCarney in the NCBI who's another great woman so she helped us along kind of you know doing all you know kind of doing all the background work um so we decided to do a cycle on the 10th September um the weather gods were definitely looking out for us that day anyway because the sun shone down um from the minute we got up that morning um so it was absolutely yeah it it was from the word go everything everything was on our side and how many people were participated in it there was about a hundred cyclists in total because we what we did was we did a short cycle and we did a lot we we did a shorter route which was 10k and then we did 60k um, the longer route. I mean, that's a phenomenal number to to get involved. It sounds like it was a whole community effort. Oh, the like I suppose when we were starting out, we didn't know whether we'd have five people or ten people, so we were kind of nervous on that side of it. Um, but on the morning, even coming up to it, like you know, you had the I donate as well on the on the other side for people that didn't cycle. We had loads of people that were kind of asking, is you know, can we donate and not cycle? So. Um, 
Joanne came up with that, you know, came and recommended that as well. So we went with that. But like the support, um, the support that people give, it's it's actually overwhelming, I suppose. I suppose we underestimate the power of community. Like, when you know, it's when something happens or when you need someone, like when people come together, it's just, it's unbelievable. I, I, we spent a week actually in shock, I think, afterwards, you know, the, 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 what people had done for us. Well, as, as you rightly say, it, it, it's very reassuring part of uh, Irish culture, really, to that coming together for to support each other. Unbelievable. Like, I, we couldn't thank people enough. Um, and, you know, on the day of the cycle, even down to, you know, the stewards, um, people, keep, you know, driving around, giving out water. We had um, a local na- guy of ours, an MC, he did the DJing. We had another girl cooking burgers. Like, it was even the buzz of it, like the atmosphere, like a few, loads of people actually came to us afterwards and said they had never, like the community never pulled together like that before. I suppose it was just, you know, people are great. You know, when you when you need people, they all come together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, now I'm sure Joanne wants you to run it every year, but that might be taken a little too far. Oh probably. no, no, no! We're, we were looking at the dates the other day. Um, we were looking at the dates the other day for next year. We're definitely going ahead for next year. We're, we'll go for two hundred cyclists next year. <laughs> I love the ambition. Love it. Love it. Yeah, no, it's great. You're hoping to to double the amount raised as well. Yeah. Oh, with the the more money, the merrier. Oh, fair play to you. Fair play to you. I mean, to be honest, um. Raising over twenty thousand is a significant accomplishment, um, and fair play to the whole family. Um, is is Grace a cyclist herself? Grace cycles a little bit, not not a lot. Um, she'd cycle a little bit in the local area and stuff, but she um she kind of didn't cycle that day. Um, she was kind of happier to help out and be. She, she was um she was famous that day. She was delighted. She was she was getting all the attention and lapping it up. <laughs> well, maybe she might try the a tandem cycling in time. Yeah, that's actually a good idea as well. Maybe that, that might be an idea for next year. Yeah, because certainly um, many of the individuals who participate in our vision sports activities um, would be tandem cyclists. Uh, so it would be an opportunity to um, get a few bikes down there uh, and, and demonstrate how that works. And, it, and you see, that's that's the that's another, you know, another service, obviously, of the NCBI. Like there's so many there's so many things that can, you know, uses that from the NCBI are unbelievable. And is there one particular one she's enjoyed the most? She loved, um, uh, before COVID, we were doing more, I, I suppose, a lot more. But she used to go to the camps in Cork with um, her, her favourite, Aoife, Aoife Josh. Um, Aoife was kind of there from the start with Grace, so she absolutely loved her. Um, she, I suppose she used to go to the camps and she'd come out and she'd... Grace is a kind of a very, very deep person, so she doesn't talk much. But like what, what she would say when she's come when she'd come out is like that she had similarities to the other kids in there. And I, I suppose it wasn't until she went in there, she realized that there is other people out there that have similar, you know, similar disabilities or, you know. Yeah, no, it's very true. And it, it, it's important for her to make those connections and build those friendships with. Uh, yeah, I, I remember actually one of the first training days we went to for the Connect 12 as well. She came out and. She was in shock, like she was like, oh, there's other kids that actually have the same computer as me. And I suppose it wasn't until she said that, that we realised she was going into school and she was the only one in there. And to be fair, that can be a bit overwhelming and and, and daunting. Yeah, and and because she doesn't tell you that, you don't, I suppose we don't think. Yeah, it's it's true. It's true. And and for the teachers as well, if they've never engaged with a pupil with a a vision impairment, it's difficult for them to make sure that... Grace or, or whoever is able to keep up the class and has all the supports that they need. 
And that's it, yeah. No, and that that is it, yeah. Um, but no, she's she loved the camps um with the NCBI in Cork, you know, over the holidays. Um, like that, she even actually made friends with a lovely little girl um from one of the groups, um, who is actually only 10 minutes over the road away from us. So it's and they're actually still friends since then. Brilliant, brilliant, because it is very important that kind of peer support, um, especially during teenage years as well. Um, as as they mud, muddy through all the waters that it brings. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a very important age, actually. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And I, I suppose, Mary, just to kind of conclude, is there any one piece of advice that you would give another parent whose child has been recently diagnosed with a sight loss condition? Um, I suppose, look, you know, I suppose it's kind of sometimes when you have something thrown at you, it's kind of hard to deal with it. But look, you have to kind of take the best side out of everything. And, you know, I suppose get up in the morning put your head up in the air and just you know you kind of you you do take every day as it comes and you go with it um and I just think it could always be worse um but what I would definitely recommend is um the NCBI like couldn't do enough I mean any 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 time I have a doubt or anything or any question all I need to do is pick up the phone and there's someone at the other the other side of the phone for us and that that for us is a massive massive um reassurance yeah, I suppose it's it's so important to to know that you're you're not alone and Grace is not alone. Yeah, and it and it is, and I suppose you you know there's always even just to meet somebody, even even as a parent um of a child with a visual impairment, you know, to have another parent to talk to and kind of vent to, and you know they I suppose they they know what you're going through and vice versa. So you know it is great to have that. And um, have you physically met many parents, um, or has it not been done online largely? A lot of it is online, but like like I said, um, that little girl that Grace made friends with um, through the NCBI, I actually have become good friends with her mom. So we'd often ring, you know, even little things like down to, you know, the, you know, the large print books in school, little bits, you know, that you wouldn't be sure of. We can kind of ring each other and kind of, you know, throw things off each other and help each other, little bits like that, which is great. Yeah, it's just literally to be a, a sounding board and a... Um peer support as I said it's, it's just yes so and you know, sometimes even if, if you feel like you have you, you want to have a little rent that's fine too oh that's 100% normal 100% yeah. normal definitely um well listen just all I can say is congratulations to to your entire family for um raising so much money for NCBI and uh thanks very much for um organizing it and uh us being the beneficiaries of it uh, it's uh, we're, we're, only, we're only happy to you know what it's just it's just a nice it's nice to know that we're giving something back just to show our appreciation well it's very much appreciated um and i wish you every good luck in in doubling the numbers both uh, in terms of cash and participants next year next year please god <laughs> we that's that will happen fingers crossed fingers crossed but for now mary i'd just like to say thanks very much for having a chat with us today um, and as always, if anybody wants to get in touch with our services, feel free to contact our info line 1-800-911-250 or contact um, our website ncbi.ie. Uh, all previous episodes of our podcasts are available uh, on our website uh, or through any of your um, podcasting platforms. But for now, Mary, I would just like to say thanks very much. Thank you, Jude. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.